It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Skinny girls, you know the ones. Those girls who seem to eat whatever they want, yet they never gain a pound. Well, here's the truth. Skinny girls live by a set of skinny rules, whether they realize it or not. And now dietitian and nutritionist Molly Morgan has collected their 101 secrets so that you can free your inner skinny chick and lose weight without dieting. And she's joining us today on Amy's Table. Hi, Molly. How are you? I'm wonderful, Amy. How are you? Good. Well, you know, this is a cute book. First of all, I love the shape. Little tall and skinny itself. Was that on purpose, making a tall, skinny book? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love it. I love it. And there are such, you know what it is? These are not like fad type rules. These are some really good advice all kind of put together as a compendium, if you will. But I like your first rule. It's believe you can be skinny. Absolutely. You know, and I think this is an area a lot of people stumble on because if you have it somewhere tucked back in your mind that you just have a hard time taking off the pounds or you can't keep them off or you keep hearing yourself tell, telling yourself you can't do it, that right there is setting yourself up for failure. And that's why I chose believe in yourself to be number one because you've got to believe in yourself in order to make any goal come true, especially when it comes to weight. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, it's funny because your second your second rule also really has nothing to do with food, and that's hit the pillow. And I keep hearing about this, that sleep is crucial to weight loss. You know, it is. And I think the thing I found really surprising to myself is that, you know, you get so caught up in life and you think you can get by on only five or six hours of sleep, but seven to eight hours seems to be the magic number to help keep your body weight in check. So basically what happens is it helps keep your appetite hormones in check. So when you're tired, your hormones um, that control your appetite get, let's just say out of whack Mm -hmm. for lack of the scientific, the book gives you the science, but And what that does is then you're reaching for things you might usually not, and it becomes harder to stick to what you know maybe you should be doing. So that's why um, I think sleep is an essential part of the to-do list when it comes to managing your weight, and seven to eight hours is, again, that magic number that everybody should be striving for. And, you know, Molly, aside from your waistline, let's all face it, when you've had some good rest, especially several days in a row, everybody looks better, too. So, you know, not only is it going to be easier to eat right, live right, you're going to look better as well. Well, I thought it was very interesting that let's talk about one reality of life. We're all out. We're at restaurants. We're, you know, on the go. We can't do all of our eating in our home kitchens. And you really have a sort of a eye opening. And again, it's another surprising rule about the comparison between fast food and some of the sit down restaurants. And fast food isn't always our enemy. It isn't. And, you know, what was shocking to me, and I tell the little story in the book, my husband and I had been traveling And we thought, you know what, let's call ahead to a sit-down restaurant, order some food. That way we can, you know, it'll be ready when we get there. We can enjoy a meal. And when we got back to the car, I was digging and found the calorie facts on what we ate. And we would have ate half the calories had we just gone through a fast food line. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? You know, you can talk about the quality or other things, perhaps, and I know people say that, but the bottom line, when you're balancing calories in versus calories out, you're 
fast food places actually, in most cases, have smaller portions than many sit-down restaurants, which is really another shocking example. A veggie burger at a fast food drive through depending which one, has about 450 calories. A sit-down restaurant might have as many as 950. Wow. 400-calorie difference. That right there, you know, that's a huge difference. And um, just an eye-opening swap, like you said, to really think about you know, what you are eating, and more importantly, the portion size of what you are eating, because it makes a big difference um, when you're looking at the bottom line of the calories in every day. You know, that's so true. And we, we talk about portion, you know, so much portion sizes and biggie sizes and et cetera, but that really has all gotten out of control. And, and if you can just sort of watch that portion size, I think that could make a huge difference over the course of many months. Well, I will tell you a little tip that my husband and I do when we are on a road trip, you know, maybe going someplace that's a couple hours away or going to see a friend that's several hours away, I've started packing snacks. Now that sounds like it's not so eye-opening, except for that I literally pack a picnic basket with some fruit, with some nuts, with, you know, it's made a huge difference actually. We we don't eat the garbage if we stop, you know, to get gas or whatever. We don't eat the garbage that we used to. I think that's a wonderful tip, Amy, and any listeners should pick that one up. And the thing I love about what you said is, you know, you're planning ahead and also those snacks can spill over into wherever you're going. Because um, another thing I like to tell people to do when you arrive at your destination is go to a grocery store. You don't have to be stuck to the room service menu or what your hotel has to offer. Get out, find the grocery store in the community, and pick up some of kind of those staples that you might miss when you're gone, some almonds, dried fruit, simple things you can keep around so you're snacking on nutrient-rich foods instead of filling up on, like you said, maybe some garbagey options. Yeah, that's a great tip, definitely, because that's it. You do sometimes feel a victim to, you know, some of your options when you're traveling or busy. Well, obviously at home is where we have the most control, and you talk about making over our meals, give your meal a makeover. What are a couple of tips there? There's lots of different things you can do, but a few of my favorites are just starting to really focus on emphasizing flavor in your food because, of course, taste is important. And if you don't like what you're eating, you're probably not going to keep eating that way. So experimenting with spices, if the spices in your cabinet maybe look a little too neat or there's dust, you know, gathering on them, (laughs) take them up, get them out, freshen them up. And um, the other thing I talk about a lot too, Amy, throughout the book in many different ways is invest in yourself. And um, why I think that fits into the cooking piece as well is maybe you don't have an olive oil sprayer or maybe you only have two spices in your cabinet or maybe you're lacking in some essential cooking tools like a garlic press. You know, getting these things will help you make better meals. And if you don't have them at your fingertips, it's very hard to do. That's so a, those are just a few quick ways um, to skinny up your meals. That's really a great idea, definitely. And that's rule number 64, some skinny tools to put in your kitchen. I mean, there's these are such practical, good ideas. Well, okay, here's one. There's no sugarcoating this, alcohol. that That's not really a big, huge part of a skinny girl rule, is it? <laughs> Moderation. <laughs> and, you know, um, it, it's always a tough one because... People will say, well, Molly, what if I don't have anything Monday through Friday and then I just have a couple more on Friday? (laughs) (laughs) Moderation is always the goal. And um, one of my kind of personal favorite skinny tips, and um, I actually picked this one up from a friend, 
is if you're out and you want to look like you're having a drink, get some club soda, which is basically zero calories, and get a slice of lime thrown in it and look like you're walking around with a gin and tonic if you kind of feel out of place. Or there's nothing wrong with just saying, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm going to skip the next round or um, take it, take the situation into your own control, especially um, because the other thing that happens when you have too many cocktails, let's face it, your guard comes down when maybe that late night eating could come into play. Exactly. And, um, exactly. Yeah. For me, so if I'm, if I'm at a party with wine and things like that, I'll tell you, that's when I say, sure, I'll have another one of those cheese and crackers or yes, pass me the snacks, you know, <laughs> that's the problem. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Molly Morgan. She's the author of The Skinny Rules, The 101 Secrets Every Skinny Girl Knows. Okay, well, clothes obviously are part of it. Where does that factor into the rules? Well, really dressing to look and feel your best is an essential part and this is an area, you know, I'm a registered dietitian, so I don't coin myself to be any sort of fashion expert. So I, I worked with a lot of wonderful experts, and George Simonton from FIT, really, and, and many other great experts as well, I must say, but gave some wonderful tips. And the first thing is don't try to squeeze into something that doesn't fit just because the size that the tag says. He, you know, and he really spelled it out for me. He said, you know, Molly, every designer cuts their clothes differently. Mm-hmm. And you might fit into, you know, size X in one brand and you have to be two sizes bigger in the next for it to look right. And that's fine. Go by how it looks and feels on your body. You don't want poles. You don't want pieces of skin, you know, hanging over, um, so to speak. And another key thing And, you know, it doesn't mean you have to walk out the door being totally made up every day, but, and as he called it, be well manicured. When you look and feel your best, you know, you can really tap into that inner skinny self also. Um, So, you know, have your nails done occasionally to freshen up your hands or, um, you know, get a new lipstick to freshen your face. And that just, those little simple changes make a big difference, too. That's right. That's right. It's part of the investing in yourself you were talking about. Well, you know, leave us with this today. Obviously, eating is pure pleasure, and, and some of that pleasure comes from, you know, things that our mothers and our grandmothers made. Any easy ways to skinny up a recipe that might be not quite so healthy, but it's a family favorite? Sure. And I can think of a few of mine that I do this. Anything that has a vegetable in it, and if it's a rich dish, and this goes for stews, soups, cream-based dishes, add extra veggies. And I know that might sound totally silly, and what does that really accomplish? But adding the extra vegetables will help just add nutrients, add fiber, which helps fill your belly, keeps you eating a little bit less, and it'll help cut down the calories in the portion you wind up putting on your plate. So you won't be changing anything necessarily, but you'll just be kicking up the health content and, and taking down the calories. I love it. I think that's I think that's a great tip. Well, the book is full of them. Again, it's called The Skinny Rules, The 101 Secrets Every Skinny Girl Knows by Molly Morgan. She's a registered dietitian. I'm going to put all of her information on amystable.com. But your website is creativenutritionsolutions.com. Is that right, Molly? That's correct. Perfect. And I'll put that on my site as well. Well, pleasure to talk to you. Great tips. And thanks so much. Thank you so much, Amy. Thanks for listening to Amy. Amy's Table, A Girl's Guide to Living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at WKRQ.com.
Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit shipt.com slash holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash holiday.